if you never travel, you are not going to discover what is happening there and you are going to believe in everything people are saying. It's similar to the fact of reading books or not reading. So if you never read, you are going to believe in everything people sure. tell you. But if you, you read, what is going to happen? You are going to discover things by yourself and you are going to you are going to understand things more. So if you don't have time to read, I advise you take a trip, go somewhere, meet new people, discuss with those people. Don't be afraid, discuss with them. Those people also are looking for a way to discuss with you. So you are going to learn from each other. Hey folks, welcome to our show, African Nomad Podcast. This is a monthly show committed in helping you rethink and redefine your idea of traveling and having adventure in your life, expanding your view, desire, interest, and pushing yourself to go out of your comfort zone. It's your boy Abdul, your host for the show. Welcome on board and let's get ready to take off. Hey, fellow, welcome back to our African Nomad podcast. Today, we're receiving a very, very clever, great leader from this beautiful country of Ivory Coast. I call him Mr. Kasum. He's an experienced marketing and sales professional who has undertaken several internship, volunteering, and job opportunities in different countries within different continents. He is a co-founder and general manager of Self Development Center, is also at the privilege to lead a global youth organization such as ISEC, yay ISEC, at the local and national level, coordinate teams and projects in multicultural environment at the international level. He is currently global aid talk and training manager at ISEC Alumni International. Since 2012, Kasum is an independent consultant, international speaker, trainer, coach, and author. The Habits of Successful Student, which is his book. He was an international business development executive at Apex. Kasum has a lot of certification in his account. Mainly, he is certified BYB, Build Your Business Trainer, a Microsoft Youth Park program where he and some other trainer help young people to master Microsoft entrepreneurship curriculum uh, in order to set up their own business. And one interesting fact, is also that Kasum is also a trainer and first aid at the National Society of Red Cross Ivory Coast in Côte d'Ivoire. Please welcome on our show today, Mr. Abu Kasum from Ivory Coast. Yay! Kasum, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Yay. I mean, this is a, a kind of, I mean, great presentation, <laughs> introduction. So I'm like, <laughs> <"Da-da-da-da." Wow." laughs> yeah. Well, this is what it is when you have great people on this show. We always have great people on this show. And then this is another person that you are today and showing great skills. I think I, I can tell the listeners that I know Kasim for like more than 10 years now. And um, we know each other. We, we experienced so many things, right? And um, it's an amazing thing and an amazing journey we've been going through, right? Yeah. More than 10 yeah. years now. I mean, since we, we were studying in the university and joining ISEC and doing those yeah, stuff. True, true, <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah, conference. Yeah. Traveling and so on. Yeah, that's true. But for our listeners, I think... Uh, Okay, I know everything. I'm not, not not everything, but I know most of the things. But for our listeners, can you tell us a little bit of your story? I know you uh, you were an Ivorian. Uh, we're from the same town. I mean, city in Kokodi, Abidjan, and Abidjan with its challenges and everything. And you, as a student, starting with uh, sociology, right? Just yeah. managing your life with the challenges. How 
everything started for you as a young person trying to discover the world, trying to move forward apart from your studies, yeah? Yeah. Thank you for the question. And this is kind of a big, 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 big yeah. question, actually. <laughs> a huge question. Sure. <laughs> so let's say I started to think about this teacher when I was, since in, when I was in high, before high school, let's say primary mm-hmm. school. I already, I mean, start facing some challenges and I said, why not and trying to take your, your destiny Uh, in your hand because actually if uh, probably your family is not that wealthy I mean to send you abroad to go to study in another country or to say okay go for the holidays Mm. in I don't know Dubai or Cancun or whatever it is uh, now you need to think (laughs) how you are going to create your own system that is going to allow you to to do the things that you Mm -hmm. want to do if you want to travel and i was passionate about traveling so i started to travel actually in the country visiting some cities some villages Mm -hmm. and then i fell in love with traveling so i said why not trying to find new strategies and new action that are going to allow me to to start traveling so from Mm -hmm. there i started to develop the kind of let's say, resiliency that is going to allow me to know what I should do and what I should not do. So the first thing I I had to learn was Mm -hmm, self-discipline first. So self-discipline. So the challenges are going to bring you self-discipline. Now you need to be able to identify what is going to allow me to be self-disciplined and those things, how they are going to benefit me in the future. And I think when I entered high school, I started to, I kept doing the, Mm -hmm. the same thing. And I started to interact with some uh, associations and organizations, uh, youth organizations since high school. So we were going together and finding out, okay, this is the association of the people from this particular region of the country. Mm-hmm. So I found that, okay, most of the things that we are learning, most of the things that we are, we are trying to, to find, figure out in terms of education, in terms of um, whatever it is, through association and organizations, we learn more about life. Sure. So I started to develop those things through association. And when I joined the university, I was in the sociology Mm -hmm. department. So I was studying sociology. And then, well, uh, the office of ISEC was just nearby my department. Yeah. So like, (laughs) so I used to see those young people that were sitting and were discussing with people from different countries, different continents and and I found that, I mean, there was a kind of new mindset. I mean, a mindset that people were developing over there because um, you can see uh, people from Asia, from Africa, from Europe, from America and uh, Oceania, mm-hmm. they sit uh, together, they are working on the same project and trying to to figure out how they can empower the people around them. So I said, well, I think, well, I should gain this organization also to find out how I can contribute yeah. first. So the first thing is, to contribute and then from there try to grow. How can I grow? I mean, with that organization and how can I explore the opportunities that they are offering? Sure. Uh, to summarize, I mean, to stop right here because I mean, the question was huge. And big, so. <laughs> no, you don't need so, to. There's, there's no frame. You see, there's no frame. You can just express so, yourself maximum. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, let's go. So we are going to add more ah, stuff sure, uh, sure, when we, sure, we, sure, we are keep going. So actually, uh, let's say uh, we are going to stop at the level mm-hmm. there where I joined ISEC and I started to, to work with them and try to explore, not only, I mean, to explore myself, mm-hmm. to discover more who who I am and then uh, how I, I can discover those mm-hmm. things and how I can use them to contribute to stuff. Yeah. So 
uh, in the introduction where you were talking about Red yeah, Cross, yeah. we were talking about oh, BYB. Yeah. So all those stuff, I learned them from ISEC and I was applying them, I mean, to those yeah. organizations, Red Cross or whatever it is. So to, to be able, I mean, to, to, let's say, internalize what I learned because the best thing to learn something and to keep that thing in, in your head is to teach it. When you learn it, then teach those people who are around you and share with them. Whenever you are sharing, you are learning more because uh, through the question people are going to ask you, through the, through the thing that they know, because you don't know everything. Sure. Somebody know a part of the topic that you are explaining and that topic, that person is going to share during the, I don't know, it, it could be a conference, a workshop, yeah. a talk or whatever, or experience sharing. And that person is going to ask you a question or we're going to give you some kind of insight that is going to allow you to make some adjustment in what you know as what you have as knowledge. So the best thing, if I have an advice to give to somebody else mm. out there, the best way to learn something is to teach sure. it. You learn a piece of it and you share what you have. So people are going to sharing learn Sharing is it. caring. <laughs> That's exactly. amazing. You said you talk about self-discipline. When did you when at which age did you start instilling this in in yourself like knowing that you need to learn or you need to have self-discipline in your own life to move ahead, yeah? Well, this question is going to take me back, <laughs> but I think it's okay. worth yeah, it's mm-hmm. worth it. For those who had the opportunity to explore my first book, uh, Appetit mm-hmm. Success, that I wrote in, in French when mm-hmm. I was in India, or um, the second one, which is The Habit of Successful Student, that I wrote in Colombia and I wrote in English. Well, uh, let's say in those books, I try to share with people where that journey mm-hmm. started. Personally, my life experience, let's say my experience in general, was not that easy. When I was a child, I lost my dad when I was only four Mm -hmm. and then 10 years later so my mom also so uh now uh i had the Mm -hmm. choice yeah i had a choice i had a choice to join the group of young people let's say in the street that i mean do not know what they are going to do about with their life and they become somebody else because they have to join those gangs they have to do whatever it is i mean to survive or i have to start thinking of new strategies that I can use. Of course, people around me helped me, so I didn't, I didn't make it alone. I can't say I did it alone. But the big amount of the job, I mean, the big size of the job, I did it by myself, into, into bracket, with the help of the people around me. Why? Because if those people around you can just, I mean, give you some advice, say, okay, you, sh- you should do that. You should do that. Okay, if you need some help, tell me. But they have their own children. They have their own challenges. So they are not going to abandon their own challenges and they are going to take your challenges, I mean, let's say 100%. So they are going to give you some insights, some advice. And you need to make sure that every single opportunity you are going to have with those people and to share a kind of moment, to share something with you, to give you a kind of advice, you have to take it seriously. And I started to learn those things over there. So that's why I was saying since when I was in primary school, so before joining in high school, I started to think of, okay, well, if you have nobody to give you money to eat uh, at school, then on Saturdays and Sunday where, where you don't have to study and Wednesday you don't yeah, have Wednesday, to study yeah. in the afternoon, then you need to look for, yeah, you need to look for something and a kind of whatever it is, contract, small contract to do those stuff. So in the books, I explained that I, I used to be an apprentice of electricity. I have been plumber. I know how to, 
uh, how to polish shoes. I I know all those yeah. stuff. By doing those things, I was learning because uh, a client just telling you take you for the service. It's a kind of I mean learning point you are you are yeah. taking means the person is satisfied with what you did you did with it with them mm-hmm. right the job and so on. When I entered high school, you know, in the in the Ivorian system, after four years of studies uh, in high school, you have to you have to take an exam, and that exam has to allow you to enter, let's say, a senior high school before you join yeah. university. After that, I dropped out. Okay, so after the exam, I, the exam was successful. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get, let's say, the orientation to enter one of the careers. I mean, the pre-careers. If I'm going to do literature, I'm going to do sciences. Sure. So I dropped out. So I, let's say, drop out student for one year. And during those one years, I had to learn more things. How to how to paint a house. I know how to do all those yeah. stuff. And those things are allowing me today, let's say, to live and to survive, Right. In some some other places, so no matter I mean the city or the country or the destination you are going to suggest and uh, to say Kasum, could you visit I mean this country? I'm going to tell you yes because I know I'm going to develop those kind of let's say abilities or facilities or whatever it is uh, competencies or uh, whatever it is to to adapt myself to that a particular uh, environment where I'm going to I'm going to. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right, because I started to learn those things. It's not that easy. So we say self-discipline, self-discipline. It sounds like something which is easy, but it's not that sure. easy. Why? Because when your friends are going to have fun parties, they are going to do all those mm-hmm. stuff. You are able to say, okay, yeah, this is really amazing. I can go and I can gain that fun, and I, we can have all those stuff. We can do those stuff. But I have to remind myself that, okay, well, remember that you don't have all the support probably you need because probably they see how the parent uh, around, the parent have some resources to push them out. But you, you have to struggle, you have to fight, I mean, to do your stuff. So I started to do everything, I see. right? Even learning languages, as you know, I mean, in public in universities, we don't take languages such as uh, English or Spanish. In after high school, mm-hmm. I took only English in and Spanish in high school. Wow. So after high school, I never entered another English or Spanish mm-hmm. class. And now uh, those languages are the ones that are, are helping me today. I mean, to do my stuff, even writing books in in English and publishing those books in English. It's about well, just anticipate uh, tomorrow. I'm going to release the third book, which is the Legacy. Wow, congratulations! We'll talk about that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. So to, tomorrow, uh, my team and I we are working on that, and tomorrow we are going to make the announcement on social networks so to to give the opportunity to um, people to start learning about that, and then after that we are going to have a kind of live, let's say, discussion with our followers and the people who want mm-hmm. to join and to share about I mean uh, on that book and the content what we want to do. So self discipline is is really the key to start. Sure. If you want to do whatever you want to do, you have to start with that self-discipline. Right, cool. if, you, if you are not able, I mean, to discipline yourself, to make as, you know, if you are not willing to make the sacrifice for what you want, you'll end up sacrificing what you want. Yeah. So what, what feature do you want like for yourself? I like this quote. Right? So what feature do you, do you, do you want for yourself? Uh, what, who do you want to yeah. become? Mm. Right? So if you, you, want to follow, you want to be just a follower or you want to lead mm. people, and today I'm using those things to lead organization, people, uh, regions, and then globally I'm leading different regions with people, let's say, more educated than me and people also who are, let's say, more experienced than me. 
but I'm still learning from those people and I'm still also sharing with, I mean, uh, those people what I learned. So we are a kind of, I mean, in a meeting point where we have to exchange what we have uh, between between us. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. And uh, this self-discipline takes you to another journey. And this journey is Isaac. So uh, can you, okay, Isaac is super broad and they have so many things to talk about Isaac, but I just want to focus mostly on the traveling experience that uh, encountering people from different regions, people from different countries, different cultures. So can you tell us about your experience in Isaac on this type of specific topic? Yeah, Isaac, as I was saying, when I joined Isaac, uh, actually I was studying, I was in sociology. And then from there, I learned that, okay, uh, first of all, I mean, from Isaac, we have things that we are developing. So the content in terms of training and so on. So that's why I joined the marketing class also after, I mean, to, to register for marketing. So I mean, to, to learn marketing, sure. right? And then most of the things that I'm doing, uh, marketing is contributing a lot because uh, my job opportunities in Asia or in, in America or wherever it is, most of them are marketing, mm-hmm. right? But in terms of journey, so let, let focus in terms of, I mean, and traveling and meeting new people and exploring. Mm-hmm. So traveling with ISEC start with your local community where you gain ISEC. First, because you have different levels of traveling. I can stay in my own country and start traveling. What do I mean? There is a simple way that I'm meeting people from China, people from Colombia, people from South Africa, people from New Zealand or Australia or Canada. And I'm discussing with those people and I'm sharing with them. And those people are talking about their own country. They are explaining how things are happening over there. So how things are happening in their own countries and how they are, they are making the difference or they are changing life. Or it could be also, I mean, bad experiences, but let's focus on more on the good experiences so we can use them as good case practices that we can apply in our own country or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So you start traveling by interacting with those people who are coming. So do not be afraid, let's say, to the, well, the unknown. So people are people are coming, just meet them, discuss with them, think of some project you can develop with them. I remember that my first project that I was developing when I was ISEC in sociology, when I wanted to write my mm-hmm. thesis, when I was taking the bachelor, was with a young lady who came from Lithuania. Well, uh, wow. I think you, yeah. you were the VP or you were the yeah. manager, or I don't know, mm-hmm. I mean, who brought in Ruta in, in the Ivory mm-hmm. Coast. And we started to, to work on that. So not only I was learning more about the sociology processes, how we study a particular group of people, how we, because we were, not only I was showing my, my work to my teachers in the Ivory Coast, she was sharing also, I mean, those those works also, I mean, with her teachers in Virginia. And then those opportunities allow me to understand more about the processes, how we can uh, compare things between Lithuania and and the Ivory Coast and those kind of things, right? So I started to learn more about I never went to Lithuania, but I learned the sociological environment of Lithuania through that meeting that I had with Ruta. Now, after that, I said, okay, if I'm in, in ISEC and ISEC can give me the opportunity, let's say the platform to explore new cultures, new civilizations, or let's say civilization, new people, uh, new knowledge, why don't you take the opportunity to start thinking of things you can yeah, do? So why you don't, not? <laughs> it's not necessary that you have to grab the opportunity. So I started to travel 
let's say in the country first. So I was part of some projects. So we used to go to Dabu, to Grand Bassam, where we used to to teach about a ask program in that time, which is ask solution and knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was a program that we had about, let's say, HIV AIDS in high school. So how we can promote, we can teach and raise awareness with high school students and so on. So we used to, mm-hmm. to do that. So by moving from one place to another, this is a good opportunity because people in, living in Dabu are different from people living in yeah. Abidjan. People living in Basam are different from people living in, in Dabu. So I was learning those things. And then after Basam, so I said, okay, I can take another step forward. So I we started to go now to other countries. So I said, okay, I'm going to grab my first uh, opportunity abroad. It was just right there in, in Ghana, which is eight hours from the Ivory Coast. So I took my first opportunity in Ghana. So it's not necessary that you travel to go somewhere very far. Sure. You start with those countries around nearby. Those neighbors, you start traveling with them, Ghana, Burkina Faso. This is how I started. Then uh, Togo, Benin, so uh, leading my team or let's say my delegation to attend some conferences, some whatever it is in those countries. Not only I was trying to develop those kind of skills that allow me to take a delegation from a country to another because you are responsible for those uh, 20 or 25 or 50 people that you are taking from your country to another country. So all the parents are coming and say, okay, uh, well, you are going to Benin, right? Or you are going to yeah. Nigeria. So uh, You're scared, my, right? My son, please take a break. Yeah. So this is a kind of a main responsibility that you have to take. And when you take those responsibilities, they allow you to say, okay, if I can take the responsibility to take care of the, all those people, so who am I? And I can take care of myself. And I can take myself, I mean, to explore more and to learn more. So after exploring almost the West African countries and also some countries abroad, because after from my career as local president, I became national president of ISEC, then uh, I had to attend the global conferences and so on. So the first time I was leaving Africa to go in another continent was in Russia. So I had to go to Russia. I have to attend that. And I said, but there is nothing which is really difficult in terms of traveling. So the same trip that I took from the Ivory Coast to Ghana is almost the same that I took from Ivory Coast to Russia. So for those people who are probably listening to this one, don't be afraid. Say, okay, I don't know how to speak Russian. I never met, okay, I met, let's say, some Russian training and so on. But it was into bracket. In my mind, it was somewhere really far. Well, it's far because you have to travel hours and hours yeah. before you get there and you have to take yeah. a plane. You can take the bus or you can take, I mean, some kind of, I mean, another mean of transportation apart from yeah. the plane. But it was okay. It was okay to go and meet those people and to understand. So what people used to say about, this is one of the things when you yeah. travel. What people used to say about, okay, Russian people are like this. So, or they so are the like perceptions. That. When you get there, you are going to, exactly. Yeah you are going to discover that Russians are not what people are saying. Similar to when I was going to India, what I used to hear about, okay, uh, this is how Indians are uh, against foreigners and so on. So when I got to India, almost all my best friends are in India, in India, right? So work on some project and, and I discovered that, well, you have two things you have to keep in mind. If you never travel, you are not going to discover what is happening there and you are going to believe in everything people are saying. It's similar to the fact of reading books or not reading. So if you never read, you are going to believe in everything people sure. tell you. But if you, you read, 
what is going to happen? You are going to discover things by yourself and you are going to you are going to understand things more. So if you don't have time to read, I advise you take a trip, go somewhere, meet new people, discuss with those people. Don't be afraid, discuss with them. Those people also are looking for a way to discuss with you. So you are going to learn from each other. This is really fundamental, really important. So from India, when I was coming to Colombia, people used to say, you are leaving India to There's Colombia? Two, two sides Colombia, of the world, like industry. two ends of the world, yeah? Right? <laughs> exactly. So you are leaving, you are leaving India to, to Colombia, but do you know what is going to happen to you? So it's really far. It's, I said, okay, I love adventure. I want to take that opportunity and go to discover what people are saying. When I was in my country, people used to say, if you go to Ghana, this is what is going to happen. And I went to Ghana and nothing happened. Yeah. If you go to Russia, this is what is going to happen. And I went to Russia, nothing happened. Oof. If you go to India, this is worse. And I went to India, nothing happened. From India, if you go to Colombia, that is the worst. I mean, if they know that we are a foreigner. And when I came to Colombia, my plan was stay, to stay in Colombia just for one or two years. <laughs> Just one no or two years. Now, how many years are you there now? <laughs> well, I'm in Colombia since 2014. Now, wow. so it's six years. Uh, let's say seven years now. In in August, I'm going to I'm going to hmm. I'm going to complete the seven year, right? So actually, I met some. This is the fact. I was about to believe in what people used to say. Uh, Colombia is violent. Colombia is well, it's about whatever people want hear about Colombia from outside, right? And then I was living with Colombians in, in India. So when the opportunity, people told me, okay, here in Colombia, we have a university that is looking for somebody who knows French, who knows also about business or about marketing or whatever it is. So we, we want to develop a content for our uh, uh, language department, but this time a French focused on, on mm -hmm. business. And then they told me, okay, your profile, we love your profile. Why we want you to, to come to... That was still from uh, India, when, right? Yeah, uh, when, when I was in India. So I said, okay. So <laughs> Kind of an hesitation, right? <laughs> Exactly, Colombia, because uh, as you oh, know, I mean, we knew more about <laughs> Colombia when, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we knew more about Colombia, about Escobar, then after we knew more about Colombia, about uh, with Ingrid Betancourt. Oh, yeah. That yeah. has a kind of, I mean, half French and she was not and so on. So people say, okay, if you go there and they know that you are a foreigner, so they can write. So I was afraid. And my Colombian friends, I told them, I said, okay, guys, I want to discuss with you. This is what happened. Actually, uh, soon I'm going to leave India. Right? So for my next plan, I'm thinking of going somewhere else. But there is an opportunity in Colombia. To be honest with you guys, I'm not that motivated to take the opportunity. Right? I'm not that motivated according to what we know. And my country, we went through a crisis. And if my parents, my families and well, people know that I'm going somewhere where people used to say it's violent. They are not going to be really, they are going to think it's not safe. So it can be difficult for, for me and for them also. So this is the opportunity. There is a university that is contacting me and they want me to, to help them out their business for it. But uh, to be honest, I'm not motivated for what we know. And somebody asked me, but what is the name of the university? So I told them the name of the university. And one of them told me, oh, I know that university. My sister graduated from that university. It's one of the best universities. And this is how that person convinced yeah. <laughs> me. Saying, okay, the way you say we here in Colombia, in India, we are good guys, we are nice and so on. In Colombia, you are going to meet much more amazing, nice guys more than <laughs> yeah. us. Yeah, much more amazing and so on. And it's true. 
when I came, I was coming with two two bags. And when I when I got to Bogota, one of my bags got uh, stolen. Didn't show oh, up. Oh wow! So, at the um, airport. Yeah, at the airport. Yeah, didn't show up. Well, I needed Plains. to inform and the complaint and so on and complaint and so on. And then I was traveling with two Colombians. We met in in Qatar, in Doha, and then we were discussing. We were, we were on the same plane, and they told me, "Okay, we are going to Bogota too." So one was coming to Bogota and take her connection to Barranquilla, and one is coming to Bogota. So uh, they told me, "Okay, since you don't speak Spanish uh, really well, so we we are going to help you out to introduce the complaint." So they they helped me to introduce it, and then in one week, I should go back to the airport to get my bag. So they said, okay, we are going to try the bag and find where your bag is. If your bag is in Qatar or stayed in Mumbai or is in, in Sao Paulo. So after one week, I had to go back to the airport and I live very far from the airport. So I, I couldn't take a taxi or Uber or whatever. Mm. So I need to take the public transportation, the bus. And then they explain, I mean, the idea say, okay, well, uh, from here, you need to take a normal bus. Then when you get to the bus station, I mean, the similar to, let's say the metro, uh, you need to take this number and then after you have to get down to that particular point and then after you have to... So it was kind of confusing for a foreigner who just arrived in the country. Who is afraid? Yeah, sure. Right? <laughs> and so... It's, it's, like, it's not like in Ajami, so, in Abidjan, you know, when you come in the first time. Yeah. You got to be careful about your luggages, exactly. right? So, yeah. Your luggages, everything, and you don't speak the language mm. and so on. And then when I got to the bus station, before taking the bus, I asked... One guy said, okay, I want to go to the airport and, well, I don't know the numbers I have to take. And the guy, he told me, okay, he understood airport, but my Spanish was not that good. So he told me, uh, do, you, uh, do you speak English? And I said, yes. So he told me, okay, this is speak English. Then I speak English also. I'm going nearby the airport. So we are going to take that bus after we are going to get down in that particular place and we are going to take another bus as mm -hmm. a connection. And then, uh, then I'm going to show you, I'm not going to enter the airport because I'm going somewhere else, but I'm going to show you the last bus you should take to get to the airport. So when we got to his uh, mm -hmm. station, he told me, okay, well, I was imagining something. What if you you get to the airport and the person who is receiving you doesn't speak? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so what is going to happen? And I want to go. I want to go with you. So he went with me. Ooh, nice. And then he asked for the bag. He took the bag. He gave me the bag, and he put me in the same bus, bus to say, okay, you have to do the same the same process to go back mm -hmm. to your place. And I was wow, sir. This is Colombia. This is the Colombia we don't we don't see talk outside. about. Yeah. This is the Colombia we yeah. don't we don't talk about outside. Mm -hmm. So whenever people come here, I mean, journalists or whatever, they, they talk about the bad things that they see, mm -hmm. but they don't talk about the nice things that they see. And Colombians, I can say that Colombians are really uh, one of the nicer people in the wow. world. Colombia is really, I mean, the people of Colombia. Not because I'm still I'm still living here, right? Yeah. So not because whatever is I was my plan was one or two yeah, years. Now, now it's, it's like almost, almost seven, yeah. <laughs> so it means it means right? this place is kind then, of like mm -hmm. a, a beautiful area. What I would just focus on is like this transition exactly. between Asian continent and then moving to Southern America. Two different big cultures, you being part of it and then encountering people changing your mindset about the perceptions that people are already had about these people even yourself as the Pablo Escobar staff but now you almost seven years in this country and then transforming your life to another level um, can you tell us now 
how is your experience so far in this country, in this new country you're just living in? And then what are your future perspectives about this country or maybe out of this country, for example? Okay, my experience in this country has been really amazing. So actually, uh, I think I explained most of the things about that. And I have been traveling within Colombia. So actually, I have two photo books about Colombia. I, I love, uh, I love Medellin. <laughs> so one is about animals, the biodiversity. So what we, what we can see in Colombia, the weather. So I have been traveling the villages, places all over Colombia, almost all over Colombia. I'm still, well, I still have some three places that I have to explore, but still, yeah, I have those plans after quarantine. I think those things I'm going to, I'm going to fill them. And then from Colombia also, Colombia is a kind of key point because it's the Colombia is into bracket the transition between the northern or the central and northern part of America and the oh, southern part of, the okay. of America because Colombia is the north of South America. Oh, okay. Right. So after Colombia, you enter Panama, which is which is the first country in the central part of America. So Colombia is a transition okay. country. So from Colombia, all my trips, I'm taking them from Colombia. So from Colombia to explore Ecuador, to explore Central America, I have Colombia as let's say where I'm based, where I'm, I'm doing my stuff. I have some more interest with the Spanish or to be able to improve the Spanish, to be able to, to write someday in Spanish, or at least I mean to, to give more talks and public speaking and those stuff with the Spanish that I'm learning. Yeah. Well, I have some of them, I lead workshops and so on, but still, anytime we still have to, to improve, right? So from here for now, uh, as you know, my plans, well, I have plans probably, but my plans depend in any time uh well from my country i didn't know that i was going to russia and from russia i didn't know that i was going to india but uh, from india i didn't know that i was going to colombia probably my plan from here could be i don't know probably there in oceania or <laughs> i have it as a dream right i have it as a dream so because it's the only continent that i i don't know yet mm -hmm. probably visit go on holidays or Probably an opportunity to give a kind of, I mean, talk or you know whatever. What, just put, workshop, put that in your checklist, like yeah. to-do list. I need to yeah. be there, yeah? I have it. I have it. This is what I recommend also people who are following uh, this recording. This, yeah. I mean, this but do you know my wildest uh, dream? <laughs> my wildest dream is yeah. to, is to <laughs> walk from yeah. the northern side of Africa till the southern side of Africa, like starting in Cairo exactly. and then going till... Okay, I know the longest walking distance yeah. in the world is coming from Magadan somewhere in Russia, which is super far, and, mm -hmm. and then crossing different countries and going down till the cape um south of africa like south africa but i don't want to do this i just want to do the african one like the african version of the north till the south uh, i know it sounds crazy but it's still amazing yeah. journey i'm sure you can do it <laughs> sure <laughs> you can do it it's about projection having a clear vision about what you want to do and making mm -hmm. a plan So anytime you have an idea, make a plan. Which plan are you want to take? Okay, for now, I said, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to become a global speaker, giving conferences uh, all over the world. So what do I do? I need to learn languages first. So French, okay, French is my little so, uh, French, but still, <laughs> French, uh, English, Spanish, at least. 
And then probably my next challenge is going to be Arabic, ah. right? So I, whenever I have all those languages, what is going to happen, I can have an opportunity to give a speech. So how do I support that dream is to help myself with those books that I'm publishing. Mm-hmm. For now, in Colombia, I'm working and I'm doing my stuff. So a part-time working, part-time doing my stuff. So those part-time working are allowing me to explore, let's say, uh, in Latin America, sure. right? So uh, from my dream uh, now was to travel from Mexico to Argentina. So exploring all those uh, places. But since I can't have, let's say, some holidays for a long time, what do I do? I use my holidays to explore one or two countries. Uh, so whenever I have one or two months, uh, the opportunity, I take it and I explore some some countries, mm-hmm. right? So I started to, I said, okay, I'm going to start with uh, Mexico. Then I started to with Mexico, Guatemala, El Salvador. Then I'm coming down. So until uh, Panama. Panama. So when I finish that part, I'm going to continue also with the southern part. I already did Ecuador and so on. So, but my dream is to, to start with the southern part of Ecuador mm-hmm. and go until Argentina. Wow, nice. Right? So this is what I'm planning to do. And then I have them. I have them. I said, okay, if I don't have the time to do it right now, I'm learning the language. I'm still learning the language. It's going to allow me to have some opportunity. So my team, what we do, my team has, I have a kind of segmentation of my team into bracket. So I have some people who are focused on the South Africa of mm-hmm. America, who are promoting our activities, books and conferences and talks over there. So for now, we, we do our stuff uh, remotely. So online, we have to give a kind of workshop or talk to students there in Ecuador or there in in Costa Rica or there in Mexico. Mm. So for now, this is what we are we are doing. And then after the crisis, we are going to start. We are going to keep exploring. So plans, yeah, that's a plan for yeah, now. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, this is I for am. now. But the the idea is to go yeah, beyond sure. beyond South America, yeah. beyond Africa. Yeah. Uh, Africa. I have Africa also in nice. my plan. I love volcanoes. I love climbing uh, volcanoes. So, in uh, Congo, in I Ecuador, think in Congo and Cameroon I, I, or um, something like that, you have um, some still kind of active volcanoes. Yeah, you have you have in Cameroon, you have yeah. in Congo, you have also. But my my biggest dream for now in Africa. I wanted to say that this is Kilimanjaro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. That's amazing. I have Kilimanjaro actually on my checklist. So like when I take my checklist, okay, next challenge Kilimanjaro. Right, so Kilimanjaro, how Kilimanjaro? So I, I want to go to Kilimanjaro, and I want to, yeah, I want to explore more about Africa, Kenya. That's so amazing. I have those That's plans. amazing. Well, you know what, Kasum, you're a magician. I don't know how you did it, but the time fly like so fast. How did you do that? <laughs> because we were just we were just talking, and then like suddenly, whew, and we are at the end already. That's amazing. You tell me the secret later, but I'll just give you this time now to maybe tell our listener, our beautiful um, nomad, how to get in touch with you, how they can benefit from your program. Uh, what are your platforms? What are your future projects? Please just use this, this moment to really talk about these ones. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, to contact me, you can join me on social networks with Abu Kasum O, where you can you can find me and you can also go through my website on social networks. 
Facebook, you you just look for my name, Apuka Sumpo. Mm-hmm. On Instagram also, I have another page which is only for traveling. So it's a global travel mm-hmm. addict. You can check on Instagram and you are going to find uh, more stuff about the places that we, we are exploring, visiting and so on. On my website also, you have the contacts over there so you can join me uh, through those mm-hmm. channels. And anytime you you want to contact me, just drop me a, a message inbox or whatever it is, and we can we can discuss more about those kind of stuff, those traveling stuff, and and you know yeah. we are here to share uh, what we know. So uh, there are some countries I don't know, and somebody yeah. knows about uh, that country. So we have those kind of let's say uh, connection that we can have, and we can share more about our perspective experiences. That are going to allow us also to become to become wiser, right? As uh, somebody mm-hmm. says, a traveler who keeps constantly in mind that he is a traveler end up discovering himself and then become wiser and that's, wiser. That's and, nice one. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice yeah. one. So anytime, yeah, make sure that uh, you you have the opportunity to to do things, and then I'm open to handle any kind of discussion discussion you want to you want to have. So about traveling, about books, about a personal experience. So mm-hmm. it's my pleasure, I mean, to to help a, a, anybody who wants to join. Want That's to join. amazing. Thank you so much for um, all this precision about your job and uh, projects and also how to get in touch with you. For our beautiful nomad today, we had... Kasum is from Ivory Coast. I got the chance to know him. I got the chance to know you, Kasum. And uh, we, we had beautiful time with Isaac. And um, also I got the chance to see you traveling these different countries because of your leadership skills and also your orientation to push forward your own ambitions to to really grab uh, in your hands all those things that you maybe thought couldn't be possible and nowadays i mean you're just making it happen and you're traveling and then you're being a successful person i would say you're a successful person for me and um thank you so much for coming on our show today we i think we all delighted to to see you today on this show and then to hearing um all these beautiful experiences that you already had and for sure we will keep in touch with you so that you can share more experience you know the platform is also open for written experiences that you can share on us um africannomad.com and on my side it's been a pleasure and then hope you had a great time with us yeah 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 sure sure uh thank you so much for having me here and yeah it was my pleasure to be to to be here to share my experience and to learn also i mean from from you guys you are doing great thank stuff thank you so much right. thank you thank, thank you. you so much bye <laughs> Hey, my dear Nomad, hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Please visit our website for more stories and experiences and adventures. And also please leave a comment or a review that could be grateful. We love you. Take care of yourself and see you on the next episode of African Nomad Podcast. <laughs>